Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Sonic. Woo! <laughs> Hooray! Yeah! Hooray! Episode 23 of Top Ranking Podcast. I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly over there. Bryce, I have a bit of a cold. Let me touch all your stuff. Oh, yeah. That's that's what you want to do when you're with someone with a cold is sit in a small, poorly ventilated room. Mm. Mm. I want to give a quick shout-out to Andy. Andy. Podcast shout-out to Andy, who sent us a note the other day saying... Just thought I'd take it second and thank you, let you know that I had the good fortune of finally getting a chance to listen to your podcast last week as I drove to Hinton, Alberta, Canada. Ooh. He's only listened to nine episodes so far, but seems to be enjoying it. So thank you, Andy, for being one of the nine people, uh, my parents included, who have listened to this. No, your parents listen to this? I think maybe they listened to the first one. Oh, no. I don't think they're uh, regular rotation listeners. Okay. Not that, I mean, I've never met your parents, but for some reason that just makes me uncomfortable. Like if I found out my parents were listening to this, oh God. I think they listened to it mostly so they could understand what a podcast is. And Mm -hmm. then once they did, they add that to the pile of list of reasons why I bring shame to their name. Yeah. (laughs) Top ranking podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Of course it's top ranked. I mean, why else would we call it that? Top ranking podcast with Garner and Bryce. Garner, you and I both had uh, the good fortune of having rather grown-up weekends this past weekend in very different ways. Man, did we do grown-up things, huh? Man, oh man. You bought yourself a plant? Yeah, I bought a house plant. And not just like a little tiny guy that sits on a countertop or something. I bought like a big six-foot-tall $200 yucca plant. Plants are $200? Yeah, I was just as horrified as you were. I have no—we have like three plants in our house, I think. Maybe three. If all of those plants were removed from our house, I would not ever go, hey, where did all those plants go? I would never notice. I was told it really brings the room together. Oh, yeah? But I never thought I'd be the guy who would be spending a Sunday afternoon standing in a greenhouse being like, does that one need direct or indirect sunlight? That is super grown up. Mm -hmm. Were you Googling or were you asking somebody who worked there? We asked someone who worked there. Yeah. And then I Googled it to make sure they knew what they were talking about. How did you get a six-foot plant home? Uh, basically they wrap it up uh, and then I basically gave it the old heave ho into the back of my car. Really? And it just laid down in there? Yeah. And you kind of hope that, uh, it survives it the journey. Survives. And you don't realize how bumpy the roads are until there's something in the back that you're like, ah, do I want this jiggling around? Are you going to be the kind of guy that talks to your plant? Have you heard about that? No. You're supposed to talk to your plants and it makes them healthy. If I was talking to my plant, I'd be like, guess where I'm going plant. <laughs> I'm going to a bar. I'm going to have some beer and some nachos. You know why I'm going to do that? Because I have a job. I have a life outside this house. And you don't because you're a plant. Yeah, I'm going to feel the hair go, or feel the wind brush through my hair. Yeah, you know what you're not going to feel, plant? Wind in your hair. So I felt like a real grown adult person buying a giant plant. Although there was a moment uh, that gave pause. And that was when I was like, I really like this plant. Mm. And the person had to shame me and be like... That's not a real plant. Oh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. That was not great. But it looked real? 
It. I thought it looked convincing. Yeah. Upon closer inspection, they were right. It was not real. My grown-up weekend had its ups and its downs. I decided last Sunday. There's. I told this story, but there's a part of my basement, about 200 square feet, that the central vac won't reach to. So there's a bedroom and a bathroom and a little hallway that I can never get the vacuum into. Mm, that's good design. Yeah. So what I did is I went, I'm going to go out and I'm going to treat myself to a Dyson or a Shark. I'm going to go buy a good vacuum, like one of those stick vacuums, keep it down my basement. Whenever I feel like vacuuming, I'll vacuum. I'll just pull it out of the closet and away I go, do my business. So I go to this big box store and they have a vast vacuum department. I was blown away by how many vacuums there are. Varying prices. I At one point, I had the Dyson in my shopping cart. And then I started reading reviews of the shark. The shark reviews, solid. This is all very grown up, hey? Oh, yeah, this is riveting. So I changed out the Dyson. I put the shark in my shopping cart. And the shark was $300, I think. Two or $300. And then I'm walking down the aisle, making my way to the checkout. And I see... What's that? A vacuum for 89 bucks? That's totally just as good as these other vacuums. I cheaped out. I am, I'm not afraid to spend money. I just sort of, I think I have low self-esteem. You must, yeah. Is that what it is where you don't think you're worthy of having good things, so you buy the crappy version of the good thing, thinking that it will, but all it does is you pay like a third of the price, but it brings you 10 times the disappointment. I like that you discovered this in the vacuum aisle. Yeah, that's where it hit me. I'm like, oh my God, I have low self-esteem. I have low self-worth. I lack dignity and respect for myself. So I learned an important lesson. The lesson cost me $90 because I bought this vacuum. It is the biggest POS in history. You know how the only good part of vacuuming is the satisfaction at the end of the vacuuming when you look back and you can see all the nice lines in your carpet. Absolutely. That is the best feeling. This vacuum doesn't do that. Yeah. It I, sucks so little it won't leave a line in it. I know that because you wrote a very lengthy Facebook review. Oh, yes. That was another part of my grown-up weekend. <laughs> <laughs> that was See, reflecting back on that, we have had a harsh winter here. It's been brutally cold. And this past Sunday afternoon, instead of when it got nice out, instead of going outside and enjoying the sun, I sat on my couch with my laptop and I reviewed a vacuum. What happened to me? Yeah, you crafted a lengthy review of your disappointing vacuum. Oh, my God. And the best part is you cannot return. No, no, you can't return a vacuum. I didn't know that. It makes sense. Someone said it's because of bed bugs. Oh, really? That, that if you, you may have vacuumed up some bed bugs, then you put that back in the store. I just thought it was to protect the store from deadbeats who are moving out at the end of the month and don't want to actually buy a vacuum, just use it for a couple hours and then return it. Wow. That's how you know you've hit rock bottom in life. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do with this thing. I can't return it. I thought about going and donating it to like Goodwill or Salvation Army or something like that. And I thought, no, somebody shopping at Salvation Army doesn't deserve the world's crappiest vacuum. So I guess, what I, I don't know, maybe I should give it to somebody I hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a present for you. Yeah. Oh, rip for me. Bring yeah, it in. Yeah. I mean, clearly, he, uh, uh, Bryce is going to need one for his plant. <laughs> maybe I should give it to Bryce. <laughs> That'd okay. be great. Are you going to go back and get the Dyson now? You're going to spend the money on it? Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do something, but I, I won't... Uh, 
it's funny how often I will do stuff, stuff like I, I'm not afraid to spend money, but there's right. just certain appliance type things that I can't bring myself to buy the good version of it. Well, I'm with you on the vacuum thing. They're like $700 or 800 It's a ridiculous amount of money for a vacuum. But maybe if I had a really good one, I would be more into vacuuming on a regular basis. Like, I would be like, ooh, I can't wait to use my Dyson or whatever. Uh, that could be. I'd be really excited to hear a report on that. <laughs> Although that might be the lamest thing ever when you're fired up. Ooh, it's Friday night. Guess what I'm doing, everybody? <laughs> That's right. I could hardly wait to get home. Sorry, I can't go out with them for a beer. Yeah. I got to go home and vacuum. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. Paul, Bryce, you had an interesting story. You were talking about this the other day. Yeah, this one is a little eye-opening because I kind of fall right into the you sure do demographic of what this survey was about. Which and was, it leads me to wonder... <laughs> Are you getting some assistance? I'm proud to say I am not. Okay. But the story is basically the shocking number of people between the ages of 18 and 35 that still lean on mommy and daddy to pay their bills. Their bills. And like, this isn't your mom giving you $100 for your birthday. And go ahead. Don't tell your dad. Yeah, it's not that. It's if they're paying your rent or your mortgage or they're paying for your car or your phone bills. Like they're paying significant bills because- I don't know, you can't or won't, or I don't know what the deal is. I'll bet you there are a lot of people in that age bracket that are still on their parents' cell phone plan. Yeah, sure. So I'm not. I'm on my own plan because I'm a man. <laughs> I pay for my own yeah. Netflix like a man. Oh, yeah. You actually provide Netflix to your parents. Yeah, that was one of the most frustrating things, trying oh. to teach them because they keep buying the DVDs. <laughs> Even still. It's 2019. Stop buying DVDs. Every show you watch is on Netflix. Anyway, that was his own struggle. Mm -hmm. But this was an alarming thing. And I mean, some of that, when you're 18, 19, if you're in university, maybe that makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. But it's more so like once you hit 30, I think it's time for you to pay for your own phone. Well, I think the stats that you had, a large number of over 30-somethings mm -hmm. like 30, are still being funded by mom and dad. It's crazy. Got a bunch of text messages about this. Okay. Uh, this one, my family of four, me, my husband, and two kids have lived with my parents for the last three years. We don't pay rent. I do office work for my dad's small business, which honestly is not hard or time consuming. They buy 90% of the groceries, pay all the utility bills, but we do pay our own cell phone bills. Wow. <laughs> Weird turn of pride at the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Garn, Bryce, not really subsidized by parents, but they do pay for me, my wife, and our two kids to fly down to Cabo for a week every winter. What? Uh, just by calling it Cabo, that gets under my skin. <laughs> my parents have a place down there. They spend winters there, and they like it when we visit. Huh, no one likes a bragger. My parents have a couple of houses in Moose Jaw. I can go there anytime I want. Yeah, you can summer in Moose Jaw. I can stay there for free, too. That one's not so bad. If they're just flying you out for a vacation because they want to see their grandkids, that's not the same thing as paying your rent. Yeah. Garner, I'm 26. I have a 30-year-old sister that still lives at home. Not only does she not work or go to school... My parents lease a new car for her and pay her a living allowance of $2,000 a month so she can, you know, live. Meanwhile, my brother and I both pay our own rent, car payments, groceries, etc., while our sister calls us lame when we don't want to spend money at the bar. They give her how much of an allowance? 2000 bucks a month. What? Yep. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that one would be upset. I'd be furious if I were one of the other siblings. Yeah. I'd be furious. Mom's and dad's last name must be Enabler. <laughs> no kidding. What benefit are you doing to your kid when you're keeping them on the leash like that? I don't know. Cut them loose. Boot them out. Garner and Bryce, my brother, 28, has never left home. Oof. He works but doesn't pay rent or any of the bills. Ugh. A few weeks ago, he got in a huge fight with my dad because my dad asked him to pick up some milk on the way home from work, and my dad refused to pay him back. <laughs> ha ha. Oh, my God. Wow. That's one of those things that just makes my brain hurt. Uh, How do you not, as a 28-year-old man, just be like, you know what? Maybe I would like to live on my own. Or at least start contributing around the house you're living in. Yeah. I just always think, like, once you start dating someone, yeah. don't you want to not have to tiptoe around and... Make sure the movie's not too loud when you got your sweet young thing next to you. Want to come back to my mom's and dad's house and have meatloaf? Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, this is from Tyler. Garner and Bryce, you guys nailed it. 27 years old, still on my mom's cell phone plan. Ooh. I have never seen a bill. Thank you, Mom. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where no one ever responds to my urgent MySpace messages. Garner, it's March Madness season. Sure is. This is when people, most people... Uh, get really into college basketball. Well, every social circle has the one guy that comes out of the woodwork every March and claims to be the world's biggest college basketball fan. Yeah, you never said a word of it before, but suddenly he just is in love with Duke University. Yeah, he just likes to say Duke. Yeah, Duke, we get it. But we uh, tend to zig while others zag. And in the so, past, we've done, what, the March Madness of fast food. That was my favorite. We did that one year. And, like, we do this and get thousands, tens of thousands of votes yeah. on this thing. So we had fast food one year, and the Teen Burger won that year, yep. which was a bit of an upset over the It was a match. dark horse. Yeah. I'm not upset about it. No. Nope. Last year, we did the March Madness of comedies, which was just all movie comedies. And, again, it was another— It was a bit of an upset. Yeah. We thought it would be Anchorman. I think Anchorman got to the finals but lost to Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Happy Gilmore was the number one comedy. I think it was more of an anti-Will Ferrell because there's always— You're either either love Will Ferrell or you hate his guts. There's no middle ground. Why can't people just leave Will Ferrell alone? I love Will Ferrell. So do I. I think he's great. Yeah, but the people who hate him have to let the world know they hate Will Ferrell. What has he ever done to you? Yeah. He's given you some of the most quotable movies in cinematic history. I just rewatched Step Brothers not long ago. Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. Catalina Wine Mixer. Oh, my God. Like, And then you bring it up like, oh, man, I was watching Step Brothers. (laughs) I hate Will Ferrell. I didn't ask. Yeah. I just said I like that movie, especially the part where they're like, hey, want to go to the garage and do karate? (laughs) Like, it's brilliant. Uh, So this year we decided we're going to do the March Madness of cartoons. Yes. This, I think we've, I think we've unleashed a monster. I think so too, because it turns out people have a lot of opinions on cartoons, especially when you start diving back into people's youth. Yeah. What it, now, what is your cartoon of your youth? Mine, I think, like, it has to be The Simpsons. Really? Because Simpsons... I was a grown man with grown man responsibilities, Bryce. <laughs> well, that thing, because the Simpsons debuted in the late 80s, so like, yeah, I'm barely older than the Simpsons. It's been around my entire life. What are they on, like the 28th or 29th season? Oh, I think they're into, the, it got to be around 30 now. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And so when I was, when you think about it, when I would have been seven, eight years old is when Simpsons was absolutely in its prime. Yeah. In the mid-90s there. And it's crazy. So I think that's probably one of the big ones. Futurama was another big one. That one came out around the time I was 
starting to figure out life. Yeah. Hang on just a second here. The grown up needs to talk. Okay. When I was a child, when I was a kid, Bryce, you only got cartoons on Saturday morning. That was it. There was no Cartoon Network with cartoons falling from the sky 24 hours a day. You got them on Saturday mornings for a few hours. They were really kind of crappy with the exception of Looney Tunes. And that was it. Sunday morning, you'd get up really, really early thinking, oh, man, maybe this is the week there's cartoons on. And you'd turn the TV on, one of two channels. And you know what it'd be? It'd be like, hey, Davey. Do you remember Davey and Goliath? Mm. It was like a weird religious claymation thing. That's what you got on Sunday. That was it. And there was always some unsolicited message about God. You didn't want that. No, you just want to watch a rabbit defeat other animals for reasons we don't fully understand. You just wanted to hear a guy with a lisp accidentally get the shotgun turned on him. (laughs) Boom. All I want to do is watch a coyote run full speed into a wall. Yeah, That's all I want. (laughs) Yeah. But you got none of that. So anyway, the, the, the cartoon of my youth, I think, would probably be... Like Looney Tunes, Flintstones, Jetsons, original Spider-Man. Yeah, the original Spider-Man. That's a piece of work. Yeah. So we've created this March Madness, and it's going to be getting underway real soon here. I My prediction, like I want to say The Simpsons is going to take it, but I feel like The Simpsons this year is what Will Ferrell was last year. Exactly. It'll have a wave of support until the end when there's more anti-Simpsons people voting than pro-Simpsons people. The the thing about The Simpsons, too, is a lot of people go, mm, it's not as good as it used to. I would argue that The Simpsons, maybe there have been lulls along the way. Yes. Little dips, I guess. But I sort of feel like Simpsons has been is as strong right now as it's ever been. It's pretty good again. Yeah. Uh, it did go through a period where it got a little rough. Yep. And that, but nothing like those mid 90s ones, the 93, 94, 95, they were brilliant. That's when Conan O'Brien was working for oh, them. Yeah. And like it was so good. But we were talking to, uh, we could have done a whole thing just on theme songs, cartoon theme songs. Like we could have done it just based on that because there are some gems out there. Oh my God. Yeah. I know you really like uh, this guy, the King of the Hill one. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. This is a great theme song. It's a fine theme song. band is called The Refreshments. Yeah, see, here's what I did not realize, is that it was done by a band who has a hit that we've heard before. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. It was these guys. So just how far down do you, you want to go? go? We can talk it out over a cup of joe. And you could look deep into my eyes like I was a supermodel. Uh-huh. Oh my God, what a great song. It is a good song. And it's amazing how long I've gone without hearing it, but still remember most a lot of, of words, the words, yeah. 1996 or 1997, I think. That's pretty tough when you're a band, you have the <laughs> one big hit, and then your other big hit is the theme song for King of the Hill. For a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. People don't even realize you did. I got to hear that song more often, Banditos. It's pretty good. That's a good one. But you actually go through a lot of the big ones, and a contender, a strong contender, I think, to win March Madness this year would be South Park. Mm. And I think, was it Les Claypool? Yeah, Les Claypool. Does the theme song for South Park. This one? Sing it. I'm going down to South Park, gonna have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere, humble folks without temptation. Going down to South Park, gonna leave my world behind. Here's Cartman. Ample parking day or night, people spouting party neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's Les Claypool from Primus, which is a pretty cool thing. And then that's a good one too. Even one of the least, least friendly, at least on the surface, guys in the music game right now, uh, Patrick Carney. 
Oh, yeah. Who gets in a lot of beef with a lot of people. I don't know if people realize he, and it, I think it was his uncle, did the theme song for BoJack Horseman. Like the newer show that's out right now. This guy. It's actually kind of a cool little theme song, too. Just instrumental. That's oh, a, yeah. You can tell that's Patrick Carney. Yeah, that's the guy from the Black Keys. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. BoJack Horseman, I haven't gotten that into, but people seem fired up about that. I haven't it's watched it. It's not going to win. No. No, it'll have a uh, it'll have a show of support, but I don't think it's going to be a, a threat. No, d- during the course of cartoon March Madness, who are you putting your money on? We feel uh, like we do an office pool here too. <laughs> I always feel like whatever I say, people vote against because people don't like me to win. Well, that's true. I <laughs> it is it is true. <laughs> I don't know. My heart says, if it came down to say Simpsons versus Family Guy which I think it could come down to. It could. I would probably have to go family guy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's wrong, but okay. Okay. How about you? (laughs) I think uh, Futurama could surprise people. Futurama for the win? I think it could get a lot further than people think. It's going to make it out of the opening round, maybe the second, but I don't know if it's going to go any deeper than that, is it? I think it might have a bit of legs. Some people are thinking Rick and Morty. Because that's just, it's got a cult following. I've never watched it. People rave about it. If you had to pick a winner based on its theme song, what would it be? Ooh. I don't even know. Ninja Turtles, probably. Yeah, I could get behind that. Yeah. I like it because they just go into incredible detail in the lyrics. Yeah, exactly. Over what the show is about. He's so and so is a super surfer dude. Which which one was the super dude? Michelangelo. Michelangelo. He's, he's a party dude. Party dude. That's what it is. Yeah, they go into they talk about Shredder and all yeah. of that stuff in there. Like, it is a detailed theme song. So probably that one. Okay. I like that. This is another thing that we can add to the list of things that bring our parents shame is that we've spent time and effort. We've been paid this week to come up with a list of cartoons and then debate said cartoons. Like I've said before, Bryce, my grandfather fought in the Second World War. And while he was away at war, my grandmother got a job making bombs. And I'm on the radio talking about cartoons. <laughs> You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet. Where if you can dream it, there's definitely a porno about it. Oh, the topic of people's profound cheapness keeps coming up. I questioned myself the other day. I told the vacuum story earlier here. Yeah, you made mistakes. I'm not a cheap person. I spend money on stuff that... Maybe some people in my life don't know I spend money on. Sure. And, you know, I'm not that different. I spent $200 on a plant. Yeah. But I, I, there's certain things that I cheap out on, but not like this. Uh, people that are cheap, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you? No. Um, so I worked with a guy who would literally take home packets of ketchup from our work that he got from the cafeteria. For free. And he would make his kid sit in front of the TV and squeeze those packets of ketchup into the ketchup bottle to refill them. And one day that kid's going to be like, Daddy, why do I have low (laughs) self-esteem? 
You know what happens a lot when you're cheap? You hoard. Yeah, there's a direct correlation between you not wanting to spend money and you do not want to get rid of the things you have spent money on. Yeah. Even my, if it's not worth it. Well, I think they're worth it. I, I confessed the other day that I, I cannot get rid of cardboard boxes. Like boxes, especially for electronics. You know, I buy a new phone or something like that. I'm not, I don't get rid of any of the packaging because where am I going to keep the little key thing you use to open up the SD slot on the side of the phone? Where right. are you going to keep that, huh? Might as well keep it in the box. I keep the boxes just because... I'm really impressed with how well those things are packaged. Oh, yeah. Like, it's an impressive package. Uh, but I saved myself because I kept the phone box and my charger cord crapped out on me, needed a new one, was prepared to go to the store, found the box in the closet, opened the box. You know what's in there? Another cord? Another cord. Yeah. Yeah, I saved myself tens of dollars. Also, what if one day you're like, oh, my God, you know what I really need right now? One of those Apple stickers. Where is it? It's in the box. I used to do that with my TV box back when I only had one TV. Now I have multiple. Oh, geez. No big deal. But I had one TV and I kept the box and with all the styrofoam pieces inside of it. So when I moved, I could just put it in the box. Yeah. And then finally I decided to throw it away. I don't know why. I don't know what came over me, but I threw it away. And it was like I was seeing colors I had never seen before. Oh, really? It set you free? Oh, what a burden off my shoulders. Here's my question though, Bryce. When... Before, though, like after you got rid of the giant TV box, where did you keep that extra HDMI cable, huh? <laughs> you keep it in the giant TV box. That's where you keep it. That's true. The manual, where do you keep that manual? Not in a drawer or a filing system like some sort of chump. No, you keep it in the box. Who's ever looked at the manual for a TV? Nobody. No one in history. No. They, they could write anything in there. They could confess to murders in there and no one would ever see it. What if you buy yourself an air mattress, Bryce? You went oh. floating down the river and you sit. You hit a sharp rock and you pop your air mattress. Where are you going to find the emergency air mattress patch kit if you don't keep the box in I, the hallway closet? Man, I've kept the box for my air mattress and I don't know why because I cannot fold the air mattress up again to fit in the box. Mm. So it sits beside an empty box. It is pretty amazing how they get stuff in boxes, hey? It's pretty spectacular. I want a tour of a box factory. So you with boxes. Yeah. And I like, mine isn't quite, well, I was going to say weird, but I'm not going to judge. Uh, mine is CDs. And like, I don't listen to CDs anymore. No. I'm like a normal person. I stream everything. But I have one of those giant binders full of CDs. Ooh. I'm like, should I get rid of this? Should I just throw it in the old dumpster? Did you already get rid of all the cases? Yeah. Yeah. The cases oh, are long gone. You've, you're already separated. <laughs> you're not divorced yet. You're separated. And you have a separation agreement. So just heave them. I should. You're done. You're I done. Should. Move I, on. Like the amount of dust that's collected on this binder is alarming. Ugh. Alarming. You want to hear alarming? Sure. This is a text. Underwear. Mm. I can't just throw away <laughs> underwear. Legit. I have several drawers full. Even the ones with holes in them. My husband thinks I'm insane because he's like, I've never seen you wear those. Get rid of them. But I just can't. I've even kept my pregnancy granny panties. I see them and reflect fondly on that time, Mel. You know how else you can reflect fondly on that time? Photographs, Mel. Yeah. Not of your underwear, but of your children. <laughs> or just your growing child is a reminder uh, of that. <laughs> God. <laughs> to get more joy out of the panties than you do the kid. 
Uh, notebooks and all papers from any schooling or course I've ever taken. Tom. Wow. Well, I guess you never know when you're going to need to go back and bone up on grade 10 social and impress your friends with your vast knowledge of the Magna Carta. I remember my parents, once I moved out, they turned my room in the house into a winemaking room. Oh, my God. <laughs> which, really? Which is a great feeling. But when they were doing that, going into the closet and finding my old, like, high school math textbooks and just the amount of stuff I've forgotten that wow. I, at one point, I'd written down, incredible. Would you have felt better if they had turned your bedroom into a gym, like a fitness, a workout room, or even a shrine? Maybe they're religious people, just a place where they can go and pray every day. But winemaking? Winemaking like room. You are replaced by alcohol, Bryce. And not even like, it's just a kit you get from a store. Like it's not even an impressive winemaking setup they have. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I can't throw away shoes. I have a pile of shoes that have been completely non-functional for 10 plus years, sitting in a storage space under my stairs. The idea of throwing such a huge chunk of rubber in a landfill feeds the shoe hoarding problem. I keep thinking there must be a magical shoe recycling program. Yeah, I don't know what you do. You don't want to give broken old wrecked shoes to charity. Yeah, you don't. Like when they... The sole is no longer connected to the top part of the shoe. Or, or the front of the shoe, you know, the t it looks like a whale's mouth. Yeah. You know, like a hobo's boot in every single photograph you've ever seen. I do get what he's saying, though. It does feel weird to throw them in garbage. There must be a better way, but could I Google it? Yes. Will I? Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is somewhat related. I don't know why it fell into this category. <laughs> Probably because it will drive people nuts. I still have the original screen sticker on my new phone that I got in November. It has a little pull tab thing that hangs over the top of my phone. It drives all my friends crazy just looking at it. Katie. Well, Katie, your friends are right to be. How could you live that way? I I've had the same it. treadmill for 10 years, Bryce. I still have the plastic coating on the screen. Oh, that's one of the most satisfying things is when you peel that thing off. Yeah. It's all crisp and clean. Oh, that is good. Someone else I remember they texted in and said uh, birthday cards. Oh. That they hoard birthday and Christmas cards. And I kind of, <laughs> I do the same thing. What? Just out of guilt. I'm like, oh, my grandma spent the time buying this card. I better hang on to it for seven years. But does she, does she write you a message in it or does she just sort of coast and, you know, ghost in on the words of the person who made the card and just a uh, Grandma. Oh, just ghosts in at the end. Yeah, grandma. It's meaning, those aren't, you know, those aren't her words in there, right, I Bryce? know, but it's just a guilt. Like, you have it dangling over the garbage can, and then you're like, <gasps> what if they come here one day and notice that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what fear I live in. Wow. But I do keep it around. Can we talk about greeting cards for a second here? Please do. What about the person, you're at a birthday party, and it's time to open gifts and stuff, and the person, they open the card, there's 12 or 15 people sitting around the room, and then they sit there and quietly in their head, they read. What's worse, if they read it out loud or read it in their head, they read the whole card front, middle, back. Then they read the handwritten message in there. It just an awkward silence falls over the room. Oh, that is the worst. Yeah. I remember, I remember some people being in the room while they read it out loud. Oh, that'd be, yeah, I think I'd rather go for the quiet reading. Like at least, yeah, with silence, you can sit there and think your own thoughts. But when they're reading it out loud, you're just kind of sucked into what is usually a not very funny card. Yeah. The thing, too, is that when you get a card from your parents, it's never about farting. 
No. That's what I want in a card. I have strategies when it comes to buying people cards. Yeah. My bold strategy uh, is either to go with an extremely religious card. Confuse them. And just completely confuse them. Or I do the always hilarious thing when it's an adult's birthday, I buy them a child's card. And so if they're turning like 35, I'll buy a five-year-old's card and then just hand draw in a three in front. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's kind of been done. It's pretty hilarious. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song. 